Hello and welcome to the Abundance Secrets Show. I am Aya and I am your host. I am an abundance angel, a dreamer, a visionary, a creator, a coach, a consultant, an international speaker, an investor and an entrepreneur. I serve leaders, entrepreneurs and investors globally to create more abundance of love, wealth and health in their lives and in our world. My passion is to help launch your mission, make an impact, make money, and live in abundance. I have invested nearly half a million dollars to my education and self-development. My education and experience is in innovation, technology, spirituality, self-improvement, and entrepreneurship. Together with my guests, we will reveal the secrets to live a life of abundance. I'm looking forward to serve you and create more abundance in our lives. You can discover more on www.aya.ai. Enjoy the Abundance Secret Show! This episode of the Abundance Secrets Show is brought to you by the Abundance Secrets Angels. Abundance Angels, at your service to create more abundance of love, wealth, and health in your life and in our world. Abundance Angels is an online platform where people and organizations can find resources and share resources of abundance. Check out the website and mobile site www.abundanceangels.ai and sign up to find or share resources of abundance. So welcome to the Aya show. We are here with Aishel Hill. And Aishel is an expert guide of meditative journeys who incorporates over 20 years of shamanic healing with one-of-a-kind practices of holistic body-mind healing sacred movement and rituals for the highest expression of self-love and care. Wow. So (laughs) welcome, Aishel. Welcome to the podcast. So this was the introduction that's like, wow, there are so many elements. There's so much richness in there. Could you introduce yourself further to the audience so they can hear your beautiful voice? Hello, thank you so much for inviting me for this uh, podcast. And um, yeah, I, um, I love to facilitate circles for people to develop more connection with spirit and uh, with themselves and the community. I, um, I am currently living here in, uh, in Los Angeles, where um, I host uh, weekly ceremonies uh, with uh, plants, cacao, matcha, kava kava, uh, medicinal mushrooms, and um, I share different uh, plants as well from Western herbalism and uh, aromatherapy. I love to create that connection between um plants and humans i'm really fascinated by it and most of all creating a honoring reverence way of connecting that's beautiful beautiful and i guess when we met uh when was it again i think it was also surrounded by that um last year 2019 maybe around April, something like that. Do you remember? Yeah, no. When we met was, in fact, was Valentine's Day. So it's almost a year ago. And it was a cacao and rose ceremony. It was a full ceremony dedicated to uh, connecting with the spirit 
of the Rose, which is a wonderful, magnificent spirit of uh, softness, spirituality, um, womb mysteries, and love. Ah, wait, I remember that you invited me for that. Yes, I remember you invited me for that. And before that, we met at the, there was this plant medicine gathering in Venice. And All right. it was hosted um, by this guy who I had also been seeing speaking at actually Abundance Street 60, Peter Diamandis um, platform. And I think we also met Ger Gerard Butler there as well. And then I met you and your husband and so many beautiful people. So I, I think the first meeting was at the plant medicine gathering. It was like a pop-up thing at somewhere on Abbott Kinney. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yeah, we have like an amazing, amazing community, very engaged um, people here in, in, in Venice, um, people that are very interested and committed into exploring uh, plants with uh, consciousness. And uh, I am very, very honored to, to be creating this uh, opening and uh, fostering um, um, a weekly gathering where people can come and meditate and pray around the fire you know it's just a moment in the week where we can drop in together with community and uh, and get more intentional with all of our actions mm. yeah and i remember what really stood out like i remember there were amazing speakers there from different different perspectives and then you and your husband, Alexander, you were just so cute together listening as well. And what I noticed especially is that you together, when there were questions and answers and remarks, that you were the only ones who actually said something like, why don't we also take a moment to say thanks and to the, to the people who brought these plant medicines right to yeah <laughs> yeah that's a big topic in fact because um, plant medicines are becoming very popular um, uh, all over the world and uh, we work closely with indigenous elders uh, who are the, the the people who have the right in fact to really serve those medicines we don't work necessarily with uh, um, ayahuasca or peyote because uh, we know that uh, those plants have a um, um, very long time tradition and ways of working with it and um, we have to be very careful to to not abuse that relationship with the plants and also give the space and the the right use for the people who who know how to do it you know the the elders and the indigenous people who received that tradition from long long time from their ancestors so sometimes we feel i feel that um many people lost that kind of um, recognition for the people who are the, the stewards of, of those uh, medicines. So we always bring that back into the equation. You know, even cacao, um, there are Mayan elders who, um, who really work with it in a very beautiful way and uh, we've participated and learned from them so cacao we 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 work with that medicine but um yeah always always remembering where those medicines are coming from when and where are the ways of those medicines coming from to not um, culturally appropriate in ways that are disrespectful or abusive mm. That's beautiful. I really love how, how, how conscious and aware and respectful you are about that to kind of like not breaking the lineage, not breaking the connection to be in full alignment. I really, I really love that, especially like now it's becoming more and more popular and actually even not even, but also in the whole tech 
technology scene, you know, Burning Man, and it's almost kind of like the latest thing, whether you've done it or not. And some people like do it all the time. So I think it's really good to have more, more awareness about around that. Um, I think this is a really great topic, but I would love to also uh, focus a little bit more on, let's say, the feminine side, the sisterhood, the womb, the sensuality, <laughs> that part as well. Um, yeah, you were referring to uh, these ceremonies specific, specifically for the womb. And lately, I really feel also very kind of called and I really feel like a call from my womb. <laughs> I don't know if it means that I should have a baby <laughs> or something else. But can you can you talk a little bit more about that? The womb? Yeah. Yeah, thank you. So um, I became a mom last year, uh, my first baby, um, and I gave birth uh, naturally at home. Um, and uh, it was one of the most wonderful experiences of my life. And um, I really felt that was a natural initiation into another deeper aspect of my femininity. And um, I am 39 years old. I'm almost 40. <laughs> In a couple of months, I'm going to be, be 40 years old. And uh, mm -hmm. um, it was a long journey for me to, to get pregnant and then carry the baby. And, uh, you know, it was a big learning experience and uh, the connection of, with the womb and connection with the spirit and connection with plants, how I prepared myself to conceive and have a conscious pregnancy and uh, conscious birth and uh, conscious postpartum, you know, um, it is, it really awakened uh, the reverence and uh, the connection with this part of my body, the womb that, um, I received during many different shamanic journeys and uh, plant medicine journeys, um, the clear message that our womb is um, a vortex of creation, not just for a new life, but for everything that we, we bring into this world. And especially as women, we carry that as almost like um, a holographic um, resonance with the earth itself we carry the earth inside of our bodies wow. and uh, <laughs> it's really beautiful and it is poetic it felt like spilled all over my body when you said that <laughs> <laughs> i got that so many times into my meditations and uh, and plant medicine journeys and uh, but it's at the same time it uh, it brings this blessing of creativity and it also brings a burden of carrying the the the, the aching pains of Mother Earth right now of with all the pollution and wars and not just in the re recent times, but I would say at least the past couple thousand of years <laughs> um, of how all the, the battles and wars all over the world and how it got imprinted into the land and imprinted into our bodies. And a lot of my work, what I do um, personally in coaching and also in women's work, I also lead uh, women's circles. It is about um, clearing up and, and healing that connection with our womb and the connection with the land. Mm. Uh, I know that for my personal experience, I am from, um, I am Brazilian, but um, my father is from Poland. So I'm also from Polish ancestry. And um, I received a lot of information during my shamanic journeys that um, a lot of of the sadness and pain that I would feel in my body is related to the, the, the karma or the, the, the imprint of those wars that happened in, in Poland that got transmitted to me through, through my dad and uh, through my mom, all the abuse and um, colonialism in the Brazilian lands. So I am right now um reconnecting 
with the ancestral wisdom and the healing those wounds that are um, wars and uh, ending the war inside of my body and uh, offering gifts to the land to 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 repair also our relationship with the land. So this is what I'm doing right now personally in my healing. Wow. That's so yeah. beautiful and, and so reconnecting and healing from the inside. Oh, yeah. The whole connection with kind of like having the womb as like a whole universe on its own as a vortex mm-hmm. and, like and this, this resemblance with the connection with, with planet Earth. I mean, I'm not even able, I don't even have the vocabulary yet to, <laughs> to um, yeah, to just say what you just said, although I do understand what you're saying. It does, I have to say, it does feel kind of heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's like almost like you got the whole sh- the world on your shoulders. I don't know if that's a saying, but mm. now you're kind of like carrying the world in your womb and <laughs> clearing that all up. Wow. Well, yeah, you know, um there is there is that aspect that it can feel very um heavy and burdened as you as you noticed, but um there is another aspect also that when you're able to to clear that and then really grieve that pain um there's so much light awakening you know in in there's so much beauty and joy and pleasure and raw energy for creative power that's just waiting on the other side of the grief Mm. and we cannot skip steps you know, and uh, I think a lot of uh, our, um, you know, the new age movement and it's all like, oh, it's all love and light. Just focus mm-hmm. on the positive. Yes, but we cannot skip the the, 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 the grieving mm-hmm. and uh, the connection with uh, that, those moments of disconnection to 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 reweave you know in our, our ourselves and our lineages and our ancestry into into the tapestry of life mm-hmm. and uh, reclaim that wholeness mm-hmm. and that beauty and all the gifts that uh, are, are are available and um yeah that's part of the healing it's so beautiful. And why, while you were just talking about that light, I see this beautiful light coming since I can see you on the screen. <laughs> the top left shining. So that was so beautiful to see it as well. And I definitely, mm. I definitely, um, it definitely resonates with me. You know, both the whole, the whole wound story resonates, but then also, you know, going through darkness and also accepting that and surrendering to that and that's that you then actually get the gift from the darkness right so i definitely that definitely resonates with me um you know to not just like always go for you know you have to be happy all the time i mean you're not going to be happy when you just heard someone die you know that's kind of inappropriate and you would not really be connected if you would be but there is this certain it's not joy but it's this being in complete alignment being being completely connected it's almost like a feeling of like a satisfaction right Mm -hmm. yeah satisfied to feel this ultimate satisfaction by just dwelling into that feeling of grief and sorrow to just allowing that to just enter your body or just feel in your body and that also feels very satisfying and as we know that will also pass so just Mm -hmm. enjoying the ride while it's there you know while it's Mm -hmm. presenting itself that portal that vortex to just make use of that window of opportunity where you can be one with that grief so that you can add the depth 
to your existence, to your being, right? Mm-hmm. Also experiencing that because then we can also have empathy with other people in other situations because we have felt what it is to be in that situation and in that state. Because otherwise, if, you know, if, I can, if, if I only feel joy all the time, but have never really felt sadness and sorrow and pain, how can I connect and relate with someone who is in that state? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, every time there is a challenging emotion or a challenging situation, it is an opportunity for us to expand our compassion and expand our, our resonance with uh, other people who are also healing. Because what is healing? You know, what is to be healed? The word healing comes from uh, to be whole. So when you are sick or when you are not feeling well, in fact, is because you, you're disconnected because there's something missing. You're not whole. And then so healing in fact is becoming connected again and realizing that you're never being alone really mm-hmm. that that's the illusion healing is 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 healing the illusion of separateness mm-hmm. healing is is uh, recognizing that we are all interconnected and that we are being affected and we are affecting the whole web of life and uh, when you get to understand that, just not with you, not just with your head, but with your, your whole body and with your feeling and knowing that the wind that's touching your skin is bringing you messages from far away and you just have to pay attention and you can really catch a glimpse of, of joy that's coming from the other side of the planet you know with just with the wind or with the water the water is traveling across the skies across the oceans across the rivers underground of the water you know the water that was in your body one day is going to be in my body and it's going to be in other person's bodies like we are all like sacred filters um bringing more consciousness and awareness to all the elements you know so that's that's this kind of a connection and this kind of awareness that i i like to inspire into people I love it. I mean, I'm just getting, as you can see, I'm getting so excited, you know, because I, <laughs> I recognize it so much. Like even like every, there are so many moments, like I just earlier when I was biking, I'm like smiling as if I'm in love. And then, you know, people are looking at me like, why is she so, so happy? Right. And I'm like, I'm just happy. I just like, look at this, I'm here. I feel, like you said, I feel the wind. I can bike, you know, like there are just, there are infinite reasons to be happy and to be feeling the abundance, right? And speaking Mm -hmm. of abundance, um, I'd like to also uh, share with the audience that, um, you know, you had invited me a couple of weeks ago to this uh, abundance group meditation challenge and uh my first yeah my first well maybe not my first first feeling was like oh it's coming from Aishel I love her yes whatever she says let's do it (laughs) 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 and then (laughs) and then I was like oh we're gonna we're gonna do this and in my mind I was like I'm so busy and, you know, I've already done this challenge like two decades ago. You know, my ego was like, oh, I've already done it, been there, done that, got the T-shirt kind of feeling and or thought. And then um, and then it was like, you know what? I know that I can always learn. You know, it's like reading a really good book or watching a really good movie or attending a really great you know, seminar. You always learn when you're open for it. Right. So I would like, I can always learn. Plus I just enjoy your vibration and, you know, I just want to connect with people that I vibe with. It's like vibing with your tribe. Right. And I was like, you know, I, it's great to be in this group with you. And then also to be in this group with people you've invited, because I'm sure I'll vibe with them as well. And we'll just together surf, you know, this big wave of abundance (laughs) together. And let's see. 
So I'm so happy that I said yes and that I've been in this group with you that we're kind of ending almost this week together. But yeah, so first of all, thank you for that. And maybe you can share a little bit more about that whole experience because we've been in this for about three weeks together. Yeah. So yeah, thank you for, for being part of that. Um, this was a, a beautiful gift to the, a friend of mine from, from New York invited me. And then it is, um, it was just a rippling effect. And then I invited other people and I hope it continues going. And it's interesting that you shared with me that you felt a little bit of resistance in the beginning. Oh yeah, I know about this. I've done it in the past. And it's it, it, because, um, you know, everything is available for us. Everything, like on the internet, um, we have access to so much, uh, to a wealth of knowledge and teachings. And uh, one of my teachers once said, um, uh, is a teacher of uh, plant medicines. And he said, uh, people tell me that um, natural medicines don't work. And you know why that they say that? Because they buy all the medicines and it is sitting in their cabinets and they don't take it. You know, people sometimes get very excited about, oh, I am going to get into this. I'm going to get into this um, chlorella tabs or I'm going to get into this <laughs> meditation or I'm going to get into this womb wisdom and they buy a whole collection of books and they don't read it and they don't practice it. And uh, they don't take the tablets, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, uh, and then they're like, "Oh, it doesn't work." Next, next, next. This is our society's way of always like keeping us to consume and really not engage with any anything. And this is like our um, relationship that we need to heal. That's always taking, taking, taking. And I'm much more into a regenerative way of thinking and the giving back and when you choose something really engage with it and i think this format of having a challenge with a group and uh sticking with it sticking with the practice okay i'm going to stick for 21 days uh, which is proven to be uh, the time frame that's needed for you to create a new habit so 21 days i'm going to do a meditation every day and uh you keep your focus on that and you're going to have results. But if you always keep skipping and like, oh, I'm next thing, next thing. Oh, I've done that before. You're not going to get anything. And uh, tiny objects, as they say, chasing. Yeah. Yes. Chasing. Stop treating things as just uh, the next consuming object. <laughs> you know, like really, there is so much medicine in sometimes one phrase of uh, spiritual wisdom. If you can concentrate and, and focus and create a relationship of listening, you know, listen to it, mm. you're going to get the medicine you need. Mm. Yeah. Ain't that right. Ain't that right. Wow. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I do have to say we kind of need a little bit of a break because we need to kind of sit on this, sit with this, with all this wisdom. So after the break, we can continue with the second part with beautiful Aishel. So everyone take a breather, drink your water, maybe a little bit of meditation. <laughs> Whatever you're doing or not doing, we're going to be right back and continue for part two. <laughs> See you in a bit and we are back for the second part with Aishel Hill. Beautiful, gorgeous, goddess, queen, yes. So, I mean, Aishel and I were just saying we could go on and on because every question, every topic could be a podcast on its own. <laughs> and I would love to know myself, but also for you, Aishel, to share with our audience. Um, if we go way back, almost 40 years back, 38, 39, um, what was your first memory? What is your first memory? 
Mm, wow, my first memory. Mm-hmm. Um, what I remember is like, I was like a toddler, maybe three years old, and my mom would bring me to this daycare, and this was like, for me, it seemed to be like a very high, like, stairs and I was seeing other children playing and uh yeah I didn't want to to be there (laughs) that's I think that's one (laughs) of my oldest memories and but if if I think again like one happy one it was me playing directly on in the earth and uh playing with insects just like tiny like um, ladybugs and um, the leaves and I would uh, make little pathways for them and construct little cities for for them and (laughs) that's that's a happy memory (laughs) (laughs) you were making already connections with mother earth and the ancestors when you were a little kid Totally, like I loved, I really loved to be bare feet, uh, bare, barefoot, <laughs> barefoot in, in the earth and um, in this little garden that my, my mom had in her house and just being there and watching and like plucking weeds and observing the roots. I've been always very connected with, um, with plants mm-hmm. and flowers. I, I think one of the pictures the the photographs that I like the most I was probably six years old and I'm smelling those flowers in my my grandmother's house and um yeah always loved plants (laughs) it's full circle right it's full yes you have a you have a beautiful garden in Venice like I was surprised I wasn't expecting a garden house in Venice (laughs) But, mm. and also with the with the earth offerings as well full circle and yeah. who was your first inspiration like did you your first i don't know like were you an idol of someone um, i always like to read books um my mom brought me to the public library when i was 6 years 7 years old when i was learning how to read and every week I would go and take two new books that was I could take and two, um, you know, children's like uh, um, um, comics. <laughs> and uh, every week I would go. And I think which inspired me in the beginning was like poetry, poetry books and children's poetry and uh I yeah this uh, there was this little book of, that was about the seasons and uh it was the cycle of the water oh. and uh it was showing how the water was um connecting um the different seasons and then there was those fairies traveling inside of droplets of water and bubbles <laughs> you know just like this this you know uh, children's books can be so um wonderful to to teach the the little ones to to see the invisible mm. oh i love and, that. And uh, I, I think I, I was already seeing the invisible then, and then, and the books were just like weaving those storylines and helping me to understand what I was seeing. And this is another passion of mine. I've, I studied uh, literature and and poetry at the university, and um, I like to to help people to realize that uh, everything we believe about ourselves everything we believe about the world they are storytellings and that we can choose the storylines that we want to believe in you know and uh, we should not just uh, accept the narratives that are imposed on us by culture and the systems and then we we have the the ability to to question them and to to choose 
narratives and uh, empowering thoughts that um, are going to help us to realize our potential and realize our gifts and uh, find our place in the, the web of life. That's what I'm another passion of mine. I love it. Like we have so many shared interests and passions and, and even like your stories of when you were little. I mean, I remember always playing outside, like always, all the time. Um, and I definitely, when you were describing the, the plants and the, the, the insects, I remember that we, would, that we would play with these worms and not so nice, but we would kind of like cut them and then see that they still would <laughs> they would still move. And I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. Look, everything is still alive. And then all mm. the caterpillars, you know, that then would turn into butterflies, like all that. I, I remember also being fascinated about that. And yeah, I would make I would make some soup, like an ant soup for my for my dolls. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> it didn't go that far. <laughs> but then also books, like I would definitely there was like a public library very close by. So I was either playing outside from the moment I was allowed after school to go outside until it was like dark or something like that, or I had to eat. And then, yeah, I would go to the library as well. And I would always get the maximum amount of books that I could borrow. And it was so much, I, I loved reading as well. And actually what you just said about children, I, it reminded me of a quote that I just saw today from Abraham Hicks. I don't know if you know Esther, Abraham Hicks. Yeah, Abraham and Jerry. So the quote of today was, most people don't think that newborn children could be the creator of their own reality because they are not even talking yet. But the universe is not responding to your language anyway. The universe is responding to your vibration and your mm. vibration is about the way you feel. Mm. Yeah. yeah so in line with what you were just saying about children and storytelling yeah. and you know I definitely definitely resonates with me as well like you know you get kind of like you already start off perfect and then you get imposed with all these rules and belief systems from parents and the family culture and then the country culture and then whatever world culture and society that we live in and it's kind of like you're getting more restricted and restricted you know you yeah born as a superhuman right you're born mm. superhuman and then all your powers are like maybe taken away or it's like no 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 you can't do that you shouldn't think or whatever but then at some point you know, you have this, and I hope people listening will, that this will resonate with them as well, that you just feel like, hey, something's off. Like, I don't know what it is, but something's off. And from that moment on, and maybe you've always had that feeling, you just search and experience and discover and then peeling the onions and the layers and kind of like with all those um, bubble bells is it the bubble bell that you mm. and then they just explode and you're like oh it was just an illusion right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> are able we are able we are superhumans and it's kind of rediscovering that yeah yeah and you know like all the the hardships i i, I had a, a very difficult uh, childhood in fact because of um my father's uh, struggle with uh, alcoholism and my mother's struggle with depression and uh, just living in a country like Brazil, the um, economical system and uh, social system is so um, hard and um, um, unfair <laughs> that you, you kind of grow up, uh, like I grew up with a lot of, um, of hardships. And uh, for a long time, I was seeing myself as a, as a victim of it. And I was resentful for, you know, many different reasons. And 
I I took the steps to change that storyline, and today, in fact, I am grateful for for my upbringings and everything that happened because I know today that it made me strong and made me a person with a lot of uh, depth and uh, compassion and understanding for the suffering and and um, knowing that we can go beyond that and cultivate the love and the, and the joy in our hearts and and that it is possible that almost that feeling that if i've done it mm. anyone can do it so um i like to 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 help people because i know that it's possible to to go beyond all the hardships that's beautiful i actually i had no i, I didn't know about this part and um I, it, it kind of brings it brings more depth to that's how I feel to also learn this about you you know that you've kind of been on the other side right the dark side and then mm-hmm. going to do that that you kind of know the journey you've experienced the hero's journey right and that you have been ready and what you are doing is guiding people in that journey as well and um it definitely also reminds me of you know two of my two of my like i have many mentors uh the first my big idol since i was a little kid was was and still is oprah winfrey i i remember always when i would come home after school the first thing i would do was like watch oprah winfrey and then go play outside (laughs) and uh or do homework. And um, I remember one of the, the, the most important things that I remember from her shows and from her stories was, you can say like this and this and this happened to me, you know, with her childhood being abused and, you know, all these terrible, terrible stories and experiences had, you know, one person could, could have and can experience that and come out like a total mess, right? Total victim of, look what happened to me because of that. You know, I'm in this in this very bad situation and bad spot. But she was like, because of that, I came out so strong, right? And this mm-hmm. is exactly what I've also been hearing. I've been very much immersed in the Tony Robbins uh, trainings uh since a couple of years and it's exactly what i've also been had have heard him say that you know with his tough childhood as well you know you can always say yes because of this i am like this but you can also say thanks for that thankful for that i am this so um yeah and i think makes you much much more richer as a person and i'm really happy that you were able to to debunk all those myths and storytelling and you know come out as a as a hero through that journey so that's beautiful now i'm also very much interested you were already talking about um the planet earth and nature and all that reading books so what is your favorite book hmm so oh there's so much so many books i have <laughs> i have lots of books um what i've been reading recently i have this um meditation teacher um and uh, he's from well, he's from the U.S., but he has a center in uh, New Zealand, and his name is Tarchin. And um, he writes so beautifully about um, this interconnectedness as a teacher of uh, Tibetan Buddhism. And um, he writes it in such a poetic way, and I keep coming back to his books to to get inspiration and to get grounded. And I start reading just a few paragraphs, and as all of a sudden, I'm like, 
oh yes i'm here <laughs> oh yes i i am this is happening i can i can read you like just like oh, i'm gonna open a, mm -hmm. a this book that i i like very much that's called the true refuge and um it is a poem and i'm just opening a random pages yeah. in the 111 page and i'm gonna read a, a paragraph is it on page 111 random yes one yes, one, one. yes. Yes, <laughs> we are alive, we are blessed, we are spacious and luminous. We gaze at stars and empty vastness and feel our fluid bones, a great symphonic cry of longing and joy, a dancing of solidity, flux and knowing, histories revealing, stories concealing. I care for you all, each and every part, in every moment of every part, all included, nothing ignored. We are life, praying with life, to life, for life, in all its abundance. We are a circle of blessing. We are suchness beyond words. Oh, that's so beautiful. Can you please take a picture and send it to me? <laughs> of course. This is one of my favorite books. Um, I have many. I've read, I, I think, I, you know, in my almost 40 years, I, I've read thousands and thousands of books. And um, at each year, I read at least, at least 30 to 40 books, I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I i really i really love i love the written word i didn't write a book yet but uh it's in the works i think that's my next uh birthing uh, uh, it's to write poetry poetry baby <laughs> yes love it okay mm. love that thank you for sharing that we'll also share like the name and the link etc um, yeah audience let's see let's see let's let's go over to the rituals i love rituals so let's see about you know we have whether you have daily rituals morning evening uh, maybe weekly monthly seasonal like the equinox rituals yearly rituals. yeah <laughs> yeah rituals. all of that <laughs> I have um, daily rituals um, that are things that I can do anywhere and they're very simple and they just require my attention and commitment. And the first ritual I do um, as soon as I wake up is that I put my hands in my, my lower belly, in my womb, and I say a powerful mantra to my womb. It goes like this. I love you. I love you. And I love you. <laughs> so I started the I day with a <laughs> Yes, I I started the day with a high dose of um love for for this body and for life and gratitude for for being alive and for being granted the gift of another day in this planet. This is my first ritual, and then um, I uh, every time I, I drink water, I I like to to visualize and and bless the water and program the water to wash away any disease, heaviness, anything that's not uh, needed in in my system. So I I have a strong connection with water. And uh, I am guiding uh, a water, water uh, healing ritual this Sunday here in Venice. Well, I don't know when you're going to release this podcast, but it's going to be on February 2nd uh, uh, on the beach in, uh, in the Yoruba tradition, which is an African lineage spiritual tradition. Uh, January 2nd is the day of Yemanja which is um, a goddess of the oceans and she's a mother goddess and the protectress of uh, women and, and children and um, it 
protectress of all life. She is the goddess of the ocean. So I'm going to be getting, guiding a ritual there. Yeah. And as also second, February 2nd is also one of the, the sacred days of, um, uh, of Gaelic and um, Celtic um, festivities as in bulk. So I, I like to, to, to celebrate in those days. I'm not, I don't consider myself to be like a, a pagan necessarily, but I, I like the way um, those dates are structured into the, the equinoxes and, um, and the solstices and then the dates in between the solstice and the equinox. Um, they, they are just markers that help us to remember the cycles of life and the cycles of the season and uh, to observe that we are connected with that. Uh, what else? The rituals that I like to do. Yeah, just um, every time that I go into nature to offer a prayer for the place where I am and uh, offering the prayers to the ancestors of uh, the lands and uh, just getting it really intentional with uh, the relationship and the connection we have with um, with our environment. I love it. Oh my God, I love it. I just want to be there right now and do that <laughs> with you. And please remind me to connect you with another sister of ours who is actually has a very special connection with water. And I'm sure she would love to join you. She even started a water company, found like a water foundation connected to one of the South American countries, which was also, I'll, I'll ask her also for, for a podcast. She, after doing a plant medicine session, she got that message. Oh my God, I lost you. Oh, there you are again. So <laughs> I need like, remind me to connect you with her. She would love to join. Um, okay. Great. Oh my God, I'm loving this. Let's go to the next question. Okay, so rituals. Basically, your morning ritual get as soon as you wake up, touching your womb. Maybe some more, but let's start with the womb. Love <laughs> you. I love that. So three times you say, I love you. I love you. I love you. Yes, I'm gonna do that too. Then also every time you drink water to program the water. We also know about uh, which was the Japanese Emoto, I think, Emoto, Emoto, yes. who um, yeah. talking about the structure of water, right? So, um, and then every time you go into nature to do a prayer where you are. I love it. I love it. I'm going to implement it all. Then mm. let's talk a little bit more about relationships. Um, Let's talk about relationships, the relationship with yourself, relationship with source. I mean, you already talked about the relationship with nature. You also already talked a little bit about your relationship with your parents, your mother, father. But obviously, you have a loving partner, husband, father of your child, and the relationship with, your, with him and your child. Let's talk a little bit about relationships. Mm, Very important. Vast topic. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. all about relationships, isn't it? Yes. Um, yeah, I think um, I am very grateful and I feel very blessed to have um, most, mostly harmonious relationships with um, people in my life. I have, um, like everyone, I feel very, you know, um, it is very important to to cultivate relationships, and uh, I, I have dear dear space in, in my heart for for my friends and um, and community. And every time I do my meditations and prayers, I I include everyone. You know, mm -hmm. um, I have a few people in life that I had some disagreements or. And, and, you know, sometimes I feel like there are some unfinished businesses and uh, also have to feel that um, this is something that's working to unfold in some future agreement. But, um, yeah, 
just to be gentle and compassionate with myself that um, there are, you know, you cannot please everybody, <laughs> you know, like uh, there's always somebody who is not going to agree with you. And there's always somebody who is, is going to have an opposite point of view and uh, to be okay with that too. So in my personal relationship with my, my partner, to realize that, that we are very different people and uh, we carry very different essence. You know, I'm a very feminine person and I do things in a very feminine way. <laughs> and he's a very masculine um, person and he does things in, in ways that sometimes um, I, I am like, astonished like why are you doing this this way <laughs> you know and and it is always like a dance it is a dance mm -hmm. and I am grateful for for people who have different ways than me it would be really boring if everybody would do the things the way I do mm -hmm. and um, I think there is you know this place or this mark in in the spiritual evolution when you realize that there is nobody better than you and there's nobody worse than you and uh, there's nobody that's above or below uh, we are in a web that it is um unique like we all have a unique place unique points of view unique sensations and it's all welcome it is all perfect it's all desired mm -hmm. to be in that way because you are holding a point of view and a point of perception of the world that only you have access to and uh, i want to hear about it because i i, I cannot i cannot be in your place I can never understand reality the way you do. And it is beautiful. It's a gift. I want to hear about what you have to say and the way you perceive. And uh, yeah, <laughs> that's the whole point of relationships. <laughs> like when we, can, when we can have that space inside of ourselves and we, we, we drop the, the, the necessity of being right, mm. everything gets so much richer and so much more beautiful and much more pleasant when we understand that everybody has a piece of the puzzle yeah that's it <laughs> when you were just talking about like uh you know how with the feminine and the masculine and how different right how you are so feminine and so masculine and it just reminded me of this quote from Alison Armstrong I'm not sure if you are familiar with Alison Armstrong the relationship expert she she's she she talks about and then she addresses women and she's like women men are men they are not hairy women <laughs> like let's not think that they are like us they're really different yes <laughs> and and that's so important for the the polarity between the feminine and the masculine right to even have a relationship together with the polarity mm -hmm. that we definitely need and um so before like Let's let's take another small break and then go to the last part, which will be short, because then we have to say goodbye to you. But let's take a short break and then come back. So everyone, drink some water, do it with some awareness, program your water, touch your room or whatever you want to touch and say three times I love you. And then we'll be back in a second. Yes, we're back again with I Shall Hill. This is the third part. You had two breaks and two parts already. And now, oh, I almost don't want to say goodbye, even though I know that we're going to talk whenever. Um, but before I ask you the last questions, um, so I want to say, let me just... Close my eyes and tap in and align. So I shall thank you so much um, to be my first guest on this podcast. And 
I just want to say that you're so beautiful. I mean, when I say beautiful, obviously you're beautiful from the outside, as everyone will see from your picture, but you're so beautiful from the inside. And I really remember very well, like I'm super sensitive in all my senses, that when I saw you, that I was like, wow, you have so much beautiful feminine essence. Like literally flowing and glowing and you really walk your talk right so i feel like you're in perfect alignment and so authentic and such a beautiful guide and inspiration for other women but also men i mean why not right and yeah, I just want to say thank you so much. I really find you beautiful in all ways. And you're super intelligent, multidimensional <laughs> intelligent, I would say. And I'm, I just love you. I love your work. And when I'll see you again, I definitely want to experience all your, <laughs> all your offerings, like all of them. I want it. <laughs> so having said that, I would love for the listeners to be able to reach you as well. And I hope they will have the, the ability to share your guidance. So can you let us know how everyone can find you? Yes, thank you so much for inviting me and uh, all the qualities you see in me are a reflection of you. <laughs> you, can only, you can only perceive what, uh, it is resonant with you. And uh, I think one of the, the sign tells of uh, our evolution and our healing is when we can perceive more beauty and more healing in the world that shows that we are getting more beautiful and more healed. Like the more, the more you see beauty outside, the more beauty you're opening inside of you. It's a two-way um, pathway so thank you for for reflecting that back to me because it's already everything is inside of you mm -hmm. if there is anything i want to to share here and then in this last minutes like everything you need is already inside of you you just have to remember <laughs> remember how beautiful you are and how precious you are and how you came into this planet in this moment to share your medicine to share your gift and uh, myself, the way I can support you into that is like if you're in Los Angeles, I'm offering many events. Uh, every week I have a, um, a circle that's called Plants, Sound and Ancient Wisdom, where I'm serving different uh, medicines and um, cacao and kava kava, matcha tea, medicinal mushrooms, uh, aromatherapy, uh, roses, you know, like different, different beautiful plants and scents and uh, also sound healing and uh, music and prayers, connection with the community, connection with ancestors, connecting, connection with spirit. I also offer a monthly long shamanic journey where we connect deeply with, with the land and uh, it is a very healing process that we go and um, establish um, a relationship with spirit in a guided, safe way. I also guide private journeys for the people who are interested and um, you can connect with me through my website send me a message there's a form where you can send me messages there and for everyone who is listening to to this podcast I am happy to offer you a complimentary 20 minute phone call session oh, so wow. I can hear what you are going through and how I can support you into your transformation into finding your power and uh, your purpose and your expression I I do oh, coaching and uh, I I love to, to to help people to to remember who they are Thank you so much. I'm so happy that the listeners, they all get a chance to get like a complimentary 20 minute call with you. Wow. 
seriously, that is amazing. Well, I hope not thousand people are going to call you because you will run out of time. So let's uh, let's see how that works out. But I I really appreciate that. So obviously, I'll share in the show notes all the the links. But can you still say what your website is? It's um www.ishell.com is A-Y-C-H-E-L-E. So and you can follow me, follow me also on Instagram and Facebook and connect that way. I'm always writing inspirational posts and sharing videos and good stuff. <laughs> oh, Aishel, thank you so much. I I always enjoy our calls, our meetings, and this is definitely one of them. Thank you also for offering the listeners the complimentary 20-minute call. That's amazing. And for now, goodbye. Love you. Bye. Love you too. This episode of the Abundance Secrets Show was brought to you by the Abundance Secrets Angels. Abundance Angels, at your service to create more abundance of love, wealth, and health in your life and in our world. Abundance Angels is an online platform where people and organizations can find resources and share resources of abundance. Check out the website and mobile site www.abundanceangels.ai and sign up to find or share resources of abundance. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Abundant Secrets Show. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with your friends. And please subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or feedback, you can reach me at aya.ai. Thanks for listening.